Today we have the pleasure of talking with Dr. Chris Harris of Apex Chiropractic. Good morning, Chris. How are we doing today? Good morning. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Um, so Chris has a little bit of an interesting story behind how he chose chiropractic and and uh, got out of a different type of career. Uh, he was a more recent graduate of Cleveland Chiropractic. Uh, you went there from 2014 to 2018. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. So it you've been practicing one year of. Uh, I had to do one year of prerequisites before I could even enter the the school because I had a business degree. So I had to get science prerequisites before I could join the college. Right. So business degree from University of Arkansas, correct? Right. Okay. And you worked in business for how long? Over 20 years. Okay. So right. what? How did you make that that pivotal switch to you know being 20 years in the in a, in a industry? to wanting to go back to school and becoming a chiropractor? Well, honestly, uh, if there's anything that the students get from me today, it's that I want them to know you have to know what your purpose is. What is that that ignites you, that you love? And if you do that, you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, the first 20 years of my career, I was good at sales. I was good in business. I was a good leader but I was never happy. I felt like this hole, I was never fulfilled completely. And, and I'm just gonna be totally open with you guys. It ended in a divorce and I was traveling a lot. I was out of town a lot. I was growing apart from my, uh, uh, my wife. And then, you know, my kids, when I'd come home, my daughter was a, a swimmer. So I'd either go with her to swimming or I'd go to with my son to baseball or football tournaments. And we were just completely like divided, just trying to keep up with our kids. And so uh, with that, when I went through that divorce, I had to take a step back and say, what do I love? What, what, who, who am I basically? And, and after a lot of meditation and prayer, um, I discovered that I need to help people. I need to quit trying to chase the almighty dollar and have the bigger house and the bigger cars and, go to the right schools and send my kids to the right colleges. I just had to focus on helping people. And, uh, and I can tell you a little bit more about how chiropractic got into my, that, that uh, arena, but that's what it. I was looking for a purpose, a purpose, a lasting purpose way of life and, um, and helping people chiropractic just fell into my hands. And that's a great story. I can tell you later too. Okay. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that. Um, okay. So with that, I mean, what I, I got your book, this book that you sent me, it's Wake Up Humans. Right. Read, I'm in uh, page 60 so far. Uh, nice. Great. Where I put our kids to bed and have fallen asleep a couple times reading. I'm not a... That's uh, uh, all right. No, no problem. <laughs> nighttime reader, apparently. Um, so with that book, I'm assuming that has something to do with some, how, somehow you chose chiropractic? It really is. Um, so my mom had seven neck and back surgeries. And again, I'm just being totally open with you guys because I want you to understand my why. And I think that everyone needs to have a why are you going into a certain career? And watching my mom go through those seven neck and back surgeries, what happens is you have a surgery, it's successful, but then the bones above and below start to degenerate. And so that turned into another surgery. Well, 
The only thing that could provide her any comfort were opiates. And of course, we all know and hear about opiate addiction. My mom didn't abuse them, but after being on them for 20 years, her kidneys shut down, her colon shut down, and eventually it took her life. Now, fast forward to a year after she passed away, I started having neck pain, lost feeling in my left arm. And after learning medical, it was my ulnar nerve. And my doctor told me that he's going to have to send me to a surgeon. Well, the first thing I'm thinking is life is about to, it's a cycle. It's about to repeat itself. Right. And my then girlfriend said, won't you go see my chiropractor? And I didn't know anything about chiropractic. I'm from a medical, my family's from medical background. I have a brother that's a doctor, a dad that was a veterinarian, yada, yada, yada. And then I go in there and I don't know what to do. And this guy does an x-ray and he sees a bone spur that he thinks I may have got from when I played football in high school. And he said, that bone spur may be on a nerve. If I can move that nerve off the bone spur, then you may get some relief. Well, he did an adjustment and a lightning bolt went off in my arm. And I thought he did, I thought he broke my neck or something. And I jumped up and I said, what'd you do? And he said, well, you came in here with no feeling in your arm and now you got feeling. I said, yeah. And after three adjustments, I didn't have any, I didn't have any problems. And so I started researching chiropractic. Nice. That's yeah, definitely a life changing uh, why right there, you know, from mm -hmm. going into the experience that you were, you were going to feel with what happened to your mom uh, and then being able to feel that difference of that. Um, so you've been practicing now for two years with Apex, is that correct? That's correct, yes. And is that your own facility? It is. I have a business partner. Um, so we set up an LLC and we split expenses. So when we bought the x-ray machine, which is over $40,000, uh, he took on $20,000, I took on $20,000. So Apex is our umbrella, but we all have, we both have our separate businesses underneath that umbrella. But right. we we function as Apex, but I'm Dr. Chris, he's Dr. Carlin, and we, we practice a little bit differently too, but we get along great. Right. What, what type of, uh, you said you practice a little bit differently. How, how do chiropractors practice different um, techniques or different styles? Great question, because uh, a lot of people don't know this, but when you go through chiropractic school, you also get board certified uh, as a uh, physical therapist. You have to pa pass PT. So there are some chiropractors out there that practice physical therapy, and you may not see them align the spine. Now, I consider myself a true uh, principled chiropractic. Chiro means hands. So I adjust the spine with my hands. And really what I do is detect and correct interference because I believe the greatest physician is your brain. It is making your heartbeat. You, it knows how many breaths you need to take. When you break your arm, they put a cast on it. The cast doesn't heal. The body actually heals that. So if I can detect and correct interference, you're going to perform better. With that being said, while you're in chiropractic school, you are able to choose different areas you want to go in. We don't have specialties like medicine, but we really should. So some of the things that I've learned how to do is acupuncture, okay. uh, how to do um, McKinsey biomechanics, which is more physical therapy. And then my favorite is upper cervical, because the first two bones in your neck protect the brainstem. And if there's interference in the brainstem, all types of things can happen. So think about the messages from your brain and body not getting to, to connect right. 
And if you've, if you've heard of autoimmune diseases, and that's what that is, is your body is attacking itself. Why would it do that? Well, it's not getting the correct messages. So if we remove that interference and the brain and body are communicating correctly, we see a decrease in the intensity and frequency of those symptoms associated with autoimmune and people get better. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Um, so with that, what, what types of products or do you just only work with your hands or do you have any type of modalities that you use? Um, we do have modalities. Uh, we don't use a lot in here. Acupuncture would be one. Uh, Dr. Chase is really, he, he has taken it to the next level of acupuncture. So whenever I want to refer someone to an acupuncturist, if I can't do it with, uh, I'm going to show you, I don't know if you can see it on your screen or not, but this is a microcurrent and you can actually stimulate acupuncture points with that. If that doesn't work and I think they need acupuncture, then I'll send them to Dr. Chase and he'll do the needling. Okay. Well, he's, he's doing blow darts, or, you know, but it's not really blow darts. It's true yeah. needle. Um, right. But it's a, it's a really good uh, modality. We've moved away from most of the others. I do use some other tools like this. This yeah. is what we yeah. call an activator. Yep. And um, what it is, it's a dental tool that was uh, turned into chiropractic tool. And if I can find that interference in the spine, I can actually place this on the bone and... And you heard the clicks, I hope. Uh, basically, that gives you a very light adjustment. I use that mostly on older people or people that can't handle the manual adjustment with the hands. Okay. Um, so when, let's talk a little bit about those prerequisites that you had to do as a uh, going back into school and, and the application process a little bit. Yeah. So I'm a business major. Um, we... Uh, if you want to get into medical school or if you want to get into chiropractic school, there are prerequisites. It's better to have a science degree. Um, you have to have a bachelor's to become a doctor, right? And so right. that medical school or chiropractic school. So what I was lacking were a bunch of sciences. So I had to go in there and take, you know, anatomy, I had to take physics, had to take organic chemistry, had to take histology. There were all these courses you had to take just to, basically you had to get a, almost a minor in science to be able to even get into school. Right. So I did that in a very, uh, it was an escalated program where we got through it really fast in a, about a year. And then I was able to get to chiropractic school, but you still had to make the grades to get in. Right. right. But the uh, one thing I want you to know is you don't have to be a straight A student to get in medical school or chiropractic school. Um, that's a, that's a myth. <laughs> so don't be discouraged like I was back in college when I got a B in chemistry and I changed my major because I couldn't, I thought I couldn't be a doctor. Right. Exactly. Um, so with that, what, what's something that you wish you would have known, um, in high school or in college that would help you not in your business career, but now as a chiropractor? Um, I, I wish I would have known what we just talked about that the grades are very important. You have to work hard and you have to show that you have the ability to, uh, understand concepts, but you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. My brother has a photographic memory. He made straight A's. I was not blessed with a photographic memory. I was blessed with a work ethic and I work really, 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 really hard to make my grades. And so it's, it's just that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be willing to put in the work. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you talked about a little bit of your, you know, stressors as a in the business world 
now as a chiropractor, what do you see yourself doing to help relieve some of that stress? You know, you deal with patients throughout the day, they're coming in, they're, they're working, you're working with them, but they're also talking to you about what's going on in their life. Maybe they had a traumatic car wreck or something, and that's why they're coming to see you. What are some of the things that you do to help relieve some of that stress on yourself? It's, it's creating a mindset. You have to have your mind prepared. And, and this is going to sound a little weird, but to give, to love, and to serve from your own abundance, not expecting anything in return. I mean, they're going to pay you because there's established fees that people believe you should pay for a chiropractor. But you do it out of just trying to help person, which is my spark. That's what makes me get up in the morning and want to go is it doesn't matter who I'm going to see or what case it's going to be like, how difficult, how easy it is. It's I want to help somebody be better. Desire to to listen and to connect with people. Um, I like to say sometimes to remind myself of that, I'm trying to become, I'm trying to master present time consciousness. So when Drew Garner is on my table, there's nobody else in the world. You are the most important person in the world right then. So that's mastering pre, uh, present time consciousness. And I'm trying to connect with you, understand you, find out what's going on, find the root cause and help you be better. Absolutely. Um, so going back to a little bit about the, the business that you run, you and your partner, let's talk a little bit about how, like, you, you know, you said you have two doctors or two chiropractors in one office. You both run separate businesses. As a business owner, what are some of the other things? I mean, you said the most important thing is me sitting on the table at that time. Mm -hmm. But you set your own schedule. You set your hours, that kind of stuff. What are some of the other umbrella things that you have to do around that? Um, Well, I don't know if I completely understand the question. You mean as working together in the business or just? Uh, Just like like the – accounting or the oh, yeah yeah that's a good question so that's you know if you love being with the people you're right it is a business so we do have accountants we do have lawyers we do have insurance companies we have to deal with and and that's the stuff that really creates more stress having the people and helping the people is really easy but the business part of it is a little more difficult and i think it's wise that anyone before you go to a health uh, type career that you might take some business classes and understand what you need to do. You know how to set up an LLC. You know who to contact a lawyer or accountant or who can help you do these things. And then you have to be prepared to give it to them, let them do their job so you don't have to worry about it, so you can be present and conscious of the person with you. You can't be thinking about uh, these bills or this accountant or the IRS or anything like that. You got to let, let the professionals handle their part and you be a professional healthcare provider. Right. Absolutely. So that, that makes a lot of sense then. So do you do your own scheduling or do you have a assistant or somebody in there working with you to help with your patients? Another great question, because as a, as a startup company, I had this many, I had zero patients when we opened up. And so it's in, and, and I had about, we figured up close to $6,000 in overhead a month. Scary, man. You have yeah. zero coming in and $6,000 a month that you have to come up with. Um, and so x-ray machines, a rent, um, all these different uh, items, you know, paying for your tables and all this stuff. So with that pressure being on there, it, it's really just um, understanding 
that it's going to happen. If you do the right things and people are going to start coming in, then they're going to refer people and then the business builds that way. So it's a very scary endeavor, but if you do it the right way and the ethical way, it, 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 it turns out. Did you use any type of, I mean, you're in year two or three right now. Did you use any type of specific uh, marketing to help you guys get started? We, we didn't, man. Um, you know, we haven't hired a receptionist yet. We haven't hired a company to do marketing for us, even though we know it's something that will help grow the business. We just really focused on getting out in the public, telling people, hey, Drew, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, and uh, uh, I believe I can help you perform better. What does that mean? Well, then it gives you an opportunity to explain that. Drew says, well, and we, we, we would like, here's our special. We'll do everything, x-rays. We'll do an exam and adjustment for $50 if you'll just come in and give us a chance. So we were out there just throwing that promotion out there. But we were, before COVID, we were just beating the streets, if you will, and telling people and, and family members would tell this person. We still, we know that we're going to grow faster when we can afford a receptionist out front and she can answer the phone because right now, it just goes to answering service. Right. We, when we start paying someone to do digital marketing for us, that we'll get more Facebook leads. But the cool thing about it is, even though we're on Google, we're on Facebook, those usually, sometimes I, I call it like kicking the tires. You know, when you want to buy a car, you go kick the tires and you act, you're trying to figure out which car to buy. We get a lot of those people from the internet. But okay. if he refers somebody, one of his students, one of his friends, one of his co-workers, whatever, those people usually come and stay and they turn out to be really good patients. Awesome. That's good. That's a good idea. I like that. Um, so lastly, let's talk about a general, um, a general week, if you will, I guess, as a, as a small business owner, let's walk us through like a Monday through Friday, typical work, work week for you. Okay. It's probably, Wise to say, I'm, I'm seeing close to 100 patients a week now. Okay. So, um, and you can kind of do the math in your head to figure out, okay, what kind of money is that? Because an average uh, person that comes in here, uh, let's just say it's about $50 a visit, right? Okay. So uh, a typical week is, uh, well, I'm going to go through my day. So I get up at five o'clock in the morning, and that's when I do my affirmations to prepare my mind for serving people. Okay. Right. Then I come to work about 7.30 in the morning. I have to open up the office, get everything wiped down, get it ready, get it prepared. We have electronic health record software we have to bring up. I get the x-ray machine brought up. And then people start coming in. And uh, if it's just a regular patient, then I know them pretty well. I'll put them on the uh, traction bed, which is a massage bed, let them relax for about five minutes. And then I'll bring them into my, my room I ask them how they're doing, find out if anything's changed since the last visit, and I'll do the adjustment. If And I always look at x-rays to make sure I know exactly what problem they came in with, the root cause, and where my plan on how to correct that root problem. And then if it's a new patient, I may start, I'll have to do a full exam. I'll do x-rays. I'll analyze the x-rays with them. And then I'll do the treatment the same day. And then about lunchtime, let's see, about 1 o'clock, I'll take a break from 1 to 3. And my dog is usually here too. So I'll take the dog out. I'll exercise the dog. I'll go get something to eat. And because I'm 54 years old, I like to get like a 20, 30 minute nap in. But that helps me prepare my body and my mind for the afternoon group. So I'll see 10 in the morning and then I'll probably see 10 more uh, that afternoon. And uh, I think it's really good to recharge after that. What's funny is 
some patients like to be the last patient of the day because they want to sit around and talk a little bit. The minute I'm done treating, I like I get tired. I like I'll start yawning. But while I'm treating people, I never get tired. It's only when I've completed that last treatment on the patient that I start feeling tired. Right. Yeah, I can totally see that. I mean, you're spending a lot of your your mental focus doing that preparation and that kind of stuff, kind of like a teacher, you know, you go through the day prepping and teaching different classes. Um, I have four different preps. So each class period, I'm restarting over fresh. And then you go into coaching afterwards and get home and do your home stuff. And then it's, it's done. (laughs) You're yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're, you're toast. Right. I do. I want to say this too. You mentioned me making my own schedule. I do. I work Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, I take Thursdays off to do my personal stuff and, and, and to do things like this. I work Friday and then Saturday I work a half day. Okay. And uh, so I have Thursdays and Sundays off and uh, a little bit of Saturday afternoon. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, uh, a good balance. Yeah. You make your own schedule. Right. Um, if, let's go with uh, a quote. If you had to a uh, favorite quote that you have uh, for closing and we'll, uh, give you back your, your free time for the day. Oh, yeah. You, hey, I could do this as long as you want. But JFK, a rising tide lifts all the boats in the harbor. Man, if you're willing, you know, I think he even said, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And so as long as you're willing to help other people, you'll find this law. It's called the law of abundance. Things start coming back to you. You give, you give, you give. And people start returning that with their own gifts and the practice grows. And I don't have to worry about, I, I never look at how much money I'm making. I look at how many people I'm helping. So the right. more people I help, I'm lifting that tide and everybody's getting better around me. And then the abundance, the money and the other things kind of flow in. Okay. Awesome. I love that quote. Sure. Being, yeah, being he's awesome. helpful and positive brings everything up and rises together. So once again, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Glad that you can join us today and uh, give some some wisdom and share your why uh, to our students. If I can do anything for you guys, feel free to to ask, uh, especially on Thursdays. You're you're you have an open invitation to come to my office and see what we do. You can bring uh, camera, film, whatever you want to do, and that's an open book. And uh, love the opportunity to teach people more about chiropractic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here today.